And we are starting now. Uh, <laughs> let me hide that real quick. Um, so, welcome to episode 186 of More Than Dice. I'm Gonzo. I'm Kathy. I'm eating a fortune cookie. Also gone. <laughs> so, welcome to episode 186. Today we're going to be talking about changes to your game. Um, Atomic Mass game did drop a large bomb on a lot of people yesterday. Uh, which was large. so, so large. Um, or Saturday, I should say. Saturday well, night. Yeah, Saturday yeah. night, yes. Yeah, Saturday which night. yesterday, in case you were wondering. Yeah. My, my brain's all off with everything going on. And uh, so we'll be talking about that. But before we do that, we got to get through our business. We want to thank Muse on Minis for hosting our uh, episodes and putting them out. Guys, if you, do, if you want, you can always listen to us on pretty much any streaming network. If you want to watch the show, you can actually watch it live on Twitch, or you can go to YouTube and uh, catch up on it uh, and see our beautiful faces there. Um, other than that, <clears throat> do we have any shout-outs this week? We are shouting out El Marshall right now because he just gift-subbed a bunch of bunch of, uh, bunch of people. Subs. Yeah. So, Thanks, El Marshall. Thank you so much. Thanks. That's awesome. And remember, everyone who got a gift sub, thank Al Marshall. And then if you're on one of my streams, you can officially request for me to play a mech of your choice. So keep that in mind. It mostly goes to Lowe's Magic and Legionnaire since they drop with me, but could still be funny. Or Kathy. Kathy could show up sometime. She's like that. She's wild and crazy. Shows up out of nowhere. Occasionally. that's how you get ants. All the side juice. a role-playing game. Yeah, fair. Three... Three nights in one week. Which is also, talking about the things, we'll be talking about uh, what John and I are planning on streaming uh, during the week, too. That'll be another topic we'll be talking about. Uh, Thanks for the bits. (laughs) You want to be number one in bits sharing, huh? Oh, hey. Good job, El Marshall. One bit. One bit. Still number one. You're adorable. Well, number one, I'm number one. <laughs> Somebody beat Il Marshall with two bits. Uh-oh, escalation. A big Jim's oh, laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kathy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, we almost, got that. we almost got a hype train going. <clears throat> hype train, wow. Bows. <laughs> Paltry bits. Uh, yeah, I actually don't think I don't recall seeing any shout-outs this uh, <laughs> this week. Um, but uh, you know, there's Hi- the hype train. Hype train incoming. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you for those ditties, Big Jim Slade. Appreciate it. We appreciate that a lot. Makes us happy. Yep. Yep. I guess I'll just have to live with that. <laughs> um, but uh, John and I will talk about what we're going to be planning on doing our streaming during the week. Uh, we're going to talk about the MCP news and other things. Um, do we have any shout-outs this week that we know? Again, of? I, I don't no, think. I, I, don't, I, I mean, <laughs> God, that's there's no nice way to say this. Yeah. <laughs> Put me in a position. Uh, I do not recall news of anyone passing, so I I'm do. sure they do. I do. You do? Belmondo. 
a French actor passed away this past week. And that is the other movie, and I can't believe I forgot that I watched that. But I'm going to write it down. <laughs> El Marshall's, oh, he's up in his game now. Oh, okay. 48% from a hype train three. Wow. Or a level three oh, hype train. Oh, my gosh. A thousand bits. Yeah, Way to go, El Marshall. El Marshall's like, oh, yeah? Boom. <laughs> so yeah, there's a show called Batman from Rio that, that this guy, Belmondo, this French actor, was in. And he had a familiar face, so I'm sure I've seen him in other French things. And there were other actors that seemed familiar in it, and one of them was actually in a James Bond movie. Uh, but, but yeah, he's a famous French actor. Jean-Paul Belmondo, gotcha. Interesting. Taking a quick look. I, I mean, I don't watch a lot of French movies, but. Didn't know. Sometimes they make it into other ones. Oh, Casino Royale. Um, we do want to say a shout out to everybody that's actually started that started doing this, the hype train and the bits. We appreciate it a lot. It means a lot to us. Um, mm, absolutely. We appreciate everybody that comes and watches and listens on all the different platforms that we're on. Uh, you'll be seeing some new streaming stuff for us coming up. We'll talk about later. Um, guys, please make sure that you wear your mask. Please go get your vaccine. Please take care of yourself. Um, and when I say take care of yourself, make sure that you're eating healthy, drinking, all that good stuff too. We want to see you around at HugCon 2022. So, uh, John, what's your drink of the day? I am drinking Kraken mixed with Bart's root beer. That may be something I'm going to have to try and go get a bottle, because that sounds pretty good. It's tasty. The uh, the bite of Barks covers some of the bite of Kraken and it makes it uh, much smoother than uh, normal. <laughs> Kathy, what you got today? So, oddly enough, I, too, am drinking Kraken. Just straight? Coke. Oh. <laughs> Kraken and Coke? Okay, yeah. Yeah. And I haven't... And I haven't had it in a long time. So it's funny that that you and I both decided to do that tonight. Well, I am stuck with good old tasty H2O tonight. Um, my allergies kicked up pretty bad this weekend. And so I've been taking a lot of medication and got a lot of congestion in my nose and sinuses. So I was like, I'm just going to drink a bunch of uh, water. Try to help thin that mucus out. So other than that. Guys, please take care of yourself. Please make sure that you're looking after yourself and others around you. Um, also, if you need anybody to talk to, we are all always welcome to yep, chit-chat, yep. play a game with you, do some really cool stuff, and uh, have a good time. Cheers. 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 <sighs> Yum. Lizzie has strawberry and mint herbal tea. Sounds interesting. It sounds yummy. Ugh. So, um... I can't have mint teas, <clears throat> but I like mint. Yeah. I can't do any teas anymore. I know, like, kidney stones. Nope. Ugh. Nope. 
Nope. Hot cinnamon tea with honey and rum also sounds good. That does sound <laughs> good. Hey, hype train success. We yeah, have level two. Sweet. We appreciate it. So, choo-choo indeed. Yes. <laughs> All right, so Marvel Crisis Protocol news. Um, okay, so yesterday they dropped uh, at the end of their mini extravaganza that they were doing. Um, they dropped some news, and so we're going to do a slideshow. We're going to look at some of the models, uh, and we'll talk about some of the rules and everything that came about first. So I think we're going to look at the... So this new model came out. I'm just going to... We're going to do just big pictures up here, make it easy for everybody to see. Um, I think it'll make it a little bit bigger. Um, this, we did find out, is the damage side of Hulkbuster. Well, I mean... Technically not, but after Hulkbuster would flip, instead you deploy Iron Man. Correct. Um, we'll show the Hulkbuster next, but and that's an important note that he's not injured, which Correct. means that he can, can he can hold objectives as an uninjured person, which is huh. a very important note for a model like that. Yeah. Um, I kind of dig this model. I'm just hoping that the leg is pretty I like sturdy. It. Yeah, I'm just hoping uh, that the I leg like is sturdy. Um, that actually looks big enough that it, you could probably put a pin through that if you had to. That's 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 enough. It's not those little tiny things like a like a Scarlet Witch or uh, some of the others have. Yeah. Um. I hopefully hopefully it's not, it, it is sturdy enough because I would hate to see that one break because that that's a cool pose in my opinion. And honestly, you could easily take that off and just put them on a uh, on a uh, uh, clear flight bag. Oh yeah, That'd yeah. Be easy peasy too. Just ram it up his butt. Ram everything up his butt. Drill a, a pin all the way up through that plastic piece yeah. attached to the base. So or if you had some sort of terrain that you're using as a, a common theme for your army, you could put him on an angled piece of that or a, a, like the ledge of a building like he's shooting down or something. He's got some some he's got some posability there, and I appreciate that. Yeah, he's he's got at least a cool stance. Yeah, um, and you you prob I would probably guess that if you wanted to, you could put him down on his foot if sure, you wanted you, to. Yeah, yeah. Type thing. Yeah, you can um, get rid of most of it and just have like get rid of the smallest portion where it turns yellow. Just cut it under the the big portion. Just put that directly if you needed to. Yeah. There's a lot uh, of a lot of stuff you could do there. Next one is the actual Hulkbuster. Um, this one I'm still iffy on because I I want to see a good 360 of it. Uh, I don't, I, I like the pose, the punching pose. The punching pose is cool. <laughs> uh, it's the feet that I have, the, the blasting off thing that I kind of have an issue with. No, he's uh, doing Iron Man. So Iron Man actually, this is a funny thing I'll note. Iron Man did a lot of the thrust up and punch down yeah. when he's fighting. And this is like a giant version of that. So I got no problem with it. Yeah, I'm just, I, I, I want to see a 360 because to me it looks like he's leaning forward too much. But I mean, like I said, it's a it is a flat picture. So I'm kind of I like it. I just don't know about the foot and the placing type thing on it. No, looks cool. I'm down, I am down. <laughs> down, thrust and up and punch down. It just looks super cool too. Yeah, I like the pose. Just the bottom half has kind of got me a little annoyed. Now I got an excuse to paint an Iron Man in classic, uh, you know, red and gold. Since mine is. Uh, Painted red and silver, just to be different. When did uh, we get the When did we get the what if variation? Uh, Etsy. 
Yes. <laughs> uh, next one is Juggernaut. <clears throat> and this is a whole new base. Because um, it looks like the entire base is uh, different than all the other ones. Yeah, yeah. It's one not, moment. It's not just uh, the rubble. Correct. It does look like it is a whole new base, or it's a lot of stuff put on a regular base. I don't I, think so, because you look at the edges of it, and I don't remember any other ones being sort of convex like that. Oh, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or concave yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah it looks like it is probably. I'm looking at a different picture here on the side. Yeah, I think it is a different base entirely. Yeah, it's got its own special base. Um, yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind that tactical bullshit, because it's not really bullshit. It's just him digging his feet in. That's appropriate. Yeah. The base is the same type. There's not like rocks or anything there. And as a note, you don't have to use the light post in his hand. Correct. The light post is an alt as uh, an an alternate thing you can put yes. in there. You can just leave it and it, you can take that light post out, which I thought was good. Stuff like that's and, good. And if anyone's wondering, he is about the same size as Black Dwarf. Really? I thought it'd be pairs. bigger. About the same he's the same hmm. size as Black Dwarf, pretty much. And yes, I know. Let's let's address this uh, elephant in the room real quick. Uh, yes, he's fifty bucks. Yes, fucking deal with it. He he is one of their most expensive single models right now. Well, it's good to note that something like the Hulk, people compared him to, came out a while ago, pre-COVID, and a lot of prices have gone up since then. You've seen their right. prices steadily rise because they've had to. So the Hulk is a, quite cheap, honestly, for the size of the Hulk. Uh, there is a note that one of his cards is, do you know who I am? Um, so you're going to have people going, uh, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Say, yes, exactly. <laughs> no one can say that. But, but it's, it's it on a card, but you can. Yes. Uh, I like this pose. It's very juggernaut. Um, it, I, I like that the even though the base is, you know, tactical rockish, but it fits, and it doesn't look like it's just there. You know what I'm saying? No, it, it, it's appropriate. It's not just yeah. a piece of fucking rock on the ground for his foot to rest on. Thank you, Wolverine and Sabretooth. Both you can fuck off. Yeah. Uh, next one is Gambit. To me, they've got the Gambit pose. I would agree 100%. Wow. Yeah. yeah. The Gambit pose is there. This I'm one sure looks great. tactical bullshit by his feet, but... He's slipping on a banana peel. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I don't know if it's like because it it doesn't look like it's part of the base, so it looks like there'll be something that's like on his foot. So maybe you can clip it off if you need to or want to. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not as bad tactical rock type thing. It you know, it looks like something that you could probably cut away or you probably glue him to that. Sanders says it should be water. You could uh, probably... it could be, yeah, or it might even be something you could easily get rid of. Yeah. Either way, I like this pose of Gambit. It fits Gambit, the style, the look. Yeah. Actually, the playing card throw look is really good. Uh, my one issue, and I, I, I go with it right here, and it's probably kind of hard to see, but I'll see if I can try to make it a little bit larger. Hold on. Is yeah. his knee. It looks like the f glow goes through his leg. I don't uh, know if that was a sculpting no, that's thing. Just a, that's just the optical delusion. Uh, is it? the angle of the camera. I'm hoping so, because I would like, that because would be kind of weird. his leg is further back. It's way yeah. further back. Yeah. Under his jacket, even. If I had that three-card-handed poker, I'd throw it, too. 
but yeah, it, it, to me it comes like, it does, is it is it there? I think it's because it's just like a little jagged look to it where it makes it look no, like it, it's there. It's literally just an optical illusion. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the only thing I was kind of worried about. Trust, but. trust Mr. Crazy Eyes on depth perception things. <laughs> uh, next one is Rogue. Um, I have a problem with this model. Okay. Um... And Rogue's one. Rogue's a really favorite character. One I don't like. Hopefully, her foot is not completely missing in the back. That it's because I would really want to. It's part of the. Yeah. Uh, it looks to me like it's part of the. The cloud is engulfing. Yeah. Her foot. Yep. Um, I don't like the flame on her legs. I'm hoping there's a different thing to put in her hand. Uh, going up. I don't care for the tactical explosion at all. Uh, I mean, it is what it is. I will yeah. take tactical explosion over tactical rocks any day of the week because that is at least apropos. Correct. Uh, her base is really big, though. I mean, this bottom part is, like, really big. I wonder if the explosion and this whatever this metal thing is is two separate pieces. Remember, also, these are promo images. The final will not may not look like that. Same yeah. with Juggernaut. So it may be That's something that goes point. on top of the base. may come with a different base. Not sure. So yeah. we'll have to see. Um, um, yeah, uh, Mo said the hand thing is optional. Is it? Okay. I didn't know if it was. I was like, I really don't want to have her holding a ball or whatever. She, she just threw, flew through a sentinel and fucked his day up. That's what she does. <laughs> uh, I did read her rules and I do love her rules. Uh, she'll definitely, uh, so far, I, buying I, all the I, I like all stuff. the rules I've read. And they're not spoiling Colossus or Juggernaut. They don't want to do that yet. Yeah. So. Um, which... The next one is Magic. Uh, Magic is one of my favorite characters of all time. Um, I even got the limited series, got the toys, and I do not like this model. And this is a personal reason. I would have preferred if they would have made her the armored up version uh, than the midriff shorts version. But I guess that's like her newest outfit. This is her current costume. So yeah. You, you lost that fight. I did, and, and I understand why they went with this one over the armored. Um, and I totally wouldn't because this is this isn't that magic. This is magic like that. If they're going to do magic with armor, they need to do a different rule set. She's going to need to need, need to be more than three threat. And so maybe they will. Fun. I mean, they maybe have they different will. versions of other people. Yeah, I would yeah. like to see the armored, the armored sword version of her because that would have been really really cool. Etsy, someone will have it on Etsy. Don't worry. Oh, I'm sure. I uh, like the model. I'm a huge fan of Magic as well. Also had the limited series and everything. Uh, I was a big New Mutants guy, which is why I never wanted to watch that fucking movie that came out. Oh, yeah. Um, it was bad. Um, but super, super happy with that. And her rules are cool, too. Her rules are pretty good. I like the teleportation and stuff on her. Um, I'm just not excited about this sculpt. But I they like went with the using current. the energy part of the portal to make the sword attach better, so you've got a better attachment point. So they're getting a lot better with their... Uh, tactical. Let's just change the name. I'm gonna call it tactical fuckery. Tactical fuckery. <laughs> that works. That works. Tactical fuckery. Yeah, because I mean, I I picked up um, Jean Grey and I haven't put her together yet, and I'm just like, I'm not. I don't know. I what think I'm gonna you do could it. put her on the base though. I I, I think so too. Yet. She's on the list, but I mean, I, I mentioned this like to somebody later. I've got four boxes worth of dudes over here that I haven't assembled yet. I really should not be buying anymore. <laughs> Um, hopefully they'll do an armored version, um, you know, the armored with, and have like a, lo, you know, Lockheed or something next to it or whatever. Wouldn't have Lockheed for her. That'd be with Kitty. Uh, so, some of the times they show it with her whenever they draw her. I mean, 
I've well, seen it's only because they're roommates. Yeah. They're, they're, they're best friends, so it'll probably be more, more like Kitty with Lockheed. Yeah. Um, In fact, I honestly think that's the way you could make Kitty a viable character, because you give her an actual legit attack like that. Yeah. Um, I like the roles, I just don't like the sculpt. Um, Legion, I don't know if they'll do Generation X characters. And you never know, because they go deep in the lore, but no one really likes most of those characters. They were not a very popular team. A lot of random people who are like, who? Who? Huh? Much more New Mutants and then X-Force or more where they're going. And honestly, they're probably not going to do New Mutants as a team. They'll probably just do X-Men and X-Force. Because they got so many other things they can cover. They haven't even gotten those Fantastic Four yet. Correct. They haven't got Fantastic Four now. I would be really interested to see if they do a um, Dark Phoenix type of uh, model and make it as an Ultimate Encounter type thing, too. I wouldn't. I would, I, I'd like to see that, just because I think that would be a cool model. I, to I, I, I don't think it's a good idea, just because you can't really do it. Like, <laughs> let's be honest, it's like having Thanos with all the Infinity Gems. That's the game. That's that's a fight that's already for already done. Yeah. You done already lost. I want to see Fantastic Four, and then Silver Surfer, and then fucking Galactus. Oh, yes. That would be cool, too. Galactus would be, you know, balls big. Yeah, like, you might have been in a weird time. It's It's... I mean, Generation X was a weird step between New Mutants and then, you know, just disbanding it a whole part. Who knows? They might go there. They do lots of crazy stuff. Um, but I feel like they have a lot to go through there. <clears throat> I really think they just got Cassandra Nova just to have someone who could play with the Brotherhood and be on equal par with fucking uh, Jean Grey. And that's yeah. about it as far as lore goes. I would have done Jean Grey and Jean Grey Black Queen, but that's just me. Yeah. Uh, someone did bring up that it would be kind of cool that if... Um... They, uh, somebody could make, and, and I hate to say this, they did the see-through models, I guess, since, like, uh, what Malifaux did, like the ice golems, the blue resin oh, yeah. ones, for, like, if they ever do, you know, uh, the White Queen, and you had, like, a, the diamond version or whatever, it'd be kind of interesting. to start on that. Next one is Colossus. Uh, Colossus is the last one they show, or last one we have. Um, the holding of the Sentinel arm, I guess that's what it's supposed to be. Might it, be optional. It is optional. They did show two different po- two different things. Cool. I, uh, seen the picture. I, I don't really mind. Uh, rumor has they're going to make a Sentinel also. Yeah. Um, it's just a rumor. There's no confirmation. I, I don't mind the hand that he's holding so much. Uh, but the other one is a fist, and I would probably just kind of compare them and see what they look like. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how big this sculpt is. Did they ever say how big he was? Uh, no, but he's in a two-person box, and that is a 40 mil, or that's a, the cable size base. Is it? So it is, hold on. It is uh, this size base rather than the standard size base. Okay, so he, he'd probably be pretty decent size then. Yeah. Good. I like this model. Yeah, uh, I like it too. I like Colossus. It's super cool. And I like it with the I like it with the arm that he's holding. I don't mind the arm this much. I don't care for him whatever he's standing on a sentinel face. Um, uh, you know, but it's not too bad. If it was me, I would just throw some uh, a little bit of ballast and sand, you know, on the base. Anyways, just kind of build that texture of uh, rubble. Yeah. Up around it. Make it look like it's part of the base, not just something yeah, slapped yeah. on the base. So, yeah. Funny you should say that, Kathy. I do that with all of my models. Uh-huh. 
I take uh, some of the GW texture paint and I put it in all of the bases that are like that to make them blend in better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's done a, I mean, heck, it's done, done a great uh, job, I think. Has anybody, do you know if anybody's been doing like third-party bases for MCP? Mm, no, not really, but I don't think, I think it's because since no one was on it quickly, no one's going to go and change all their basing now. That'd be a pain in the ass. Yeah. Because yeah. I know, like, Tyson Cock has his own personal stuff that he does, but he's got this weird stepping stone alien thing. I was just wondering if anybody had any. Uh, I, I've seen, like, clear bases. I think that's it, but that's just clear acrylic cut the size. Yeah. Um, well, not pictured is they also mentioned that they're doing a Quinjet terrain piece. Yep. So that'll be super cool. Huh. Um, um think that so that's all the the new models and all but that's not all they announced all right so i'm gonna put up this image i didn't get a chance to add it and before the show started oh yeah mm. the rock sun station looked cool too a gas station which is a great piece of terrain mm. i like what they're doing they're they're slowly adding terrain knowing that we're going to use third party stuff but eventually you get to the point where they can have everything all right to me i think this is the best thing that they did in my opinion uh, they are changing the way the cards are done. Uh, mm -hmm. The cards are going to be sideways like this, with the stats on the left-hand side and all the rules on the right-hand side, and it is visible. Yeah, you can read it better. Nice. Very nice. much so. I mean, I have bad eyesight anyway, and so reading those cards, you're like holding them right up to your face. Uh, I've handed Marshall my cards to go, Marshall, what fucking icon is that? <laughs> yeah. Because I can't. I have magnifiers in my stuff just so I can see them. Yeah, I have a magnifying glass in my stuff that I used when I was playing Malifaux. Yeah. Yeah. Malifaux's a little more readable now since they went to the tarot cards size. Yeah. Uh, they did say that they will have digital versions of these cards until the physical versions can be bought. Which will come out next year. Yeah, there'll be, there'll yeah. Be a, it'll be a card pack with, uh, I think... I don't know if it's all the cards, but a bunch of cards in it. Yeah. Probably all the Crisis and all those cards. Uh, your Crisis and uh, Tactic cards. Um, because, I mean, they understand. They've gone past the, you have to buy this to get this. They know people aren't going to do that all the time. And so, card packs is a good way to go. But they have to wait till they get enough cards to make it worth the printing and all. So, I yeah. understand that as well. Well, this is another reason why they did this way. It was one, you can read everything a lot easier everything's a bigger print, but it also has helped when they decide to reprint, excuse me, uh, in different languages. Yes, that was the main reason that Dallas has said. Apparently, changing the cards is a thing on the internet that people are upset about. Oh, there's a huge, huge amount of people that are pissed off at this. Yeah, um, I believe, uh, I, I, I will tone down what I said originally. Uh, those people can go fuck themselves. Yeah, uh, this one is, this one to me, some people says it looks very generic and very crappy and everything. I'm like, you know what? I get to read these cards now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This makes it's it a whole lot easier. You can read the things that are written on them that help. It's not that much different. Easier. It's just sideways. Yeah. I I don't even care what the graphics are for crying out loud. Just print Next it time. out in plain text on a piece of paper. Yeah. I don't care. Well, what's going to be? Go ahead, John. This is fine. This is fine. This makes it easier to read. They have to realize uh, they're, they're looking at it from their little fucking tiny slice of the universe. Yeah. Not realizing that these cards are bad. Some of us have really shitty eyesight. And as we get older, it's getting worse. I can't always tell. I mean, 
like on this power that my finger's on, there are like three different icons, four different icons there, and I can't necessarily read them easily. Yeah. So I got to go and see like, okay. I really uh, hope that they do digital cards because we've got a couple of guys at my store. They like to take those digital cards and blow them up even bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, like I said, they're going to make stuff. I think they're going to make stuff that's changed available, printable. We'll mm-hmm. see. I, I would, me personally, I would like, because I mean, that's a lot of text. And that's a lot of things Hulk is. And some All of right. the icons are still pretty hard to see just from this. Um, but mm-hmm. I hope it, I hope they do all digital so we can print them. That way I can make them bigger for myself because be some of these small icons. They had an app where you could just search, like, I know I want to use Inner Rage, but I don't remember what it does. And just put it in your tablet and there it there it is. Just so, roll for that. Let me, let me throw some stuff I've heard out there. None of this is official or anything. Well, some of it's kind of official. Uh, we know that all the tactical fuckery is required by their contract. They have to do yep. that stuff. And from what I understand, and there's no super confirmation of this, they can't do an app because of their license with Marvel. Okay. Yeah. yeah so they're... If they don't want to, I'm pretty sure they're not allowed to. And honestly... They probably don't have the resources to do it. That's yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's some money in there. I mean, it can't all be. I mean, to be fair, like I would say that's that weird. weird is the standard bearer for that with their free app with all of the cards in it. Fucking love weird for that. They do Malifaux if you're wondering. Uh, and that mo is why it's not bad to play Malifaux because it's a free app with all the cards, so you don't yeah. have to buy cards every year. And actually, you don't even have to buy the cards. You can buy them when you want to. They actually have a deal with an online place to print on demand cards basically not quite the same quality but really close and good but i like this view it's better and also if you'll notice they are doing some changes to characters correct uh hulk actually his strike now gives him power which it didn't do before and his defenses went up i believe it used to be two across the board now it's four three three because honestly hulk just got his ass whooped a lot yes he did um, they're changing a bunch of stuff. Um, let's let me go through some of the other changes they're doing here. Unless you want to ask me a question. First, uh, yeah, actually, question. yeah, I was wondering want to talk about this because uh, while I like these cards and everything, and we're going back to the digital thing, I really hope they keep doing digital uh, to help these people out because there's a lot of stuff on here. Um, mm-hmm. The people that are whining about it, you're just gonna have to get over it. Um, mm-hmm. This this is this is a bonus and a good thing uh, mm-hmm. for the game. Um, the, I, I wanted to ask you questions because I wanted to get your opinion. I'll take the screen off. Um, so one of the changes, they're changing up some characters uh, everything. And I know MODOK's getting a change. And some people are saying, oh, well, MODOK's crap now. And I know you'd like to play MODOK. And I guess he's a lot of his abilities are only once per turn now? Or something All like right, that? All right, let's see. Uh, Battle of the Will of MODOK is once per turn. I'm pretty sure it was once per turn before. Okay. Uh, imbecile, the all the world is a weapon to Modoc was once per turn because it's a throwing power. They're all most of them are once per turn. Okay. Uh, that was actually one of the imbalanced things we found with the Hulk Ultimate Adventure. Since the the heroes are all gamma irradiated, they can throw stuff, and there was no limit. And if you there was one ability effect that if you throw something, you get power equal to the size. So you could literally just constantly throw everything that was two size within range at Hulk, and it was yeah. kind of funny. <laughs> just throw this and this and this and this. It yeah. was kind of funny. Um, 
Uh, the only thing I remember that changed to once per turn is P-Brain Modoc's Genius is Infinite, which is his reroll ability. Yep. And that's once per turn now, and I'll be honest, I almost never used it. I could see using it multiple times per turn, but I think having it once per turn is balanced. That way you can't just... Because Modoc has... There's a lot of people where Modoc just, rather than going for his big attack, his Doomstitcher, he will just use his Psionic Blast because it's... Uh, versus it's a mystic attack, you know, mm. uh, psychic attack. So it goes against generally a lower defense against a lot of people. So he could fire it, get a bunch of power back, and potentially re cycle rerolls with that. So it's it's a balance factor. I don't think it's bad at all. I have absolutely no problem with it. And I think it is like if anyone says that he's crap now, they don't know how to play the game and they need to fucking <laughs> step back, learn to play. There's Jesus Christ. I'll be honest, there are turns I don't even use that power because you don't need it. Um, the other thing that came up, uh, now, like, Suri, uh, she, her throw is limited. They lowered what uh, size she can throw now or whatever. Yeah, size three or less for her push. Yep. Um, uh, and... She was, as they said, bullying people a lot. Yeah. Um, and then one of the, I think one of the biggest changes that they've done is Infinity Gems. Infinity Gems no longer take up a character slot. Correct. They're no longer a slot on your bus, as we call it. Yeah. The roster, I believe, is the official term. They're now given to a character in, character in roster creation, which is different and not necessarily better. I, I thought this was interesting because I'm like, why wouldn't you put a stone... There's rumored, because I guess they're still not done talking about the Infinity Gems, uh, that only certain characters can take certain gems. That's uh, not a rumor. That's how the rules work right now. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've never played with them, so I, that's just what I'm asking. Because uh, they're yeah, like, you need, you need an ability on your card that says Gem Bearer to use a gem. Yeah, but I heard that they're changing up who can be who can take what gems and stuff like that. Rumor. That. Okay. I, I, I all I heard was a what, rumor on that one. What it means now is, if let's say you want to take Star Lord with the power gem, mm -hmm. you can hold. That means when you take Star Lord, you have to take the power gem. So, example, if you're taking Doctor Strange, who's the leader of the Defenders, with the Time Gem, you can't take him without it. Which means that you're always paying that cost for him. You can't go, oh, this game, I'm not going to give him the gem because we're playing 14 points and I can't afford to. It's, yeah, I'm playing 14 points and I'm bringing all the cost of Doctor Strange because I have to. But this is in... So you can still take Doctor Strange without the gem. You just can't put the gem in later in it, like if you're playing a... Correct. I agree. It's, it's like you said, if it's done uh, during roster creation, it means that your roster would say Doctor Strange with Time Gem, so you can't take it without it. He gotcha. comes with Time Gem all the time. Um, so it's not super bad because those people do it all the time, but I had a couple where I was going to take um, Star-Lord with Power Gem, and they'd be like, oh, you have three-point character, put Star-Lord in, four-point, I'll put Star-Lord with Power Gem don't get that option anymore so it just changes a little bit but i think it's better that we don't have these really limited rosters because they want to have gems in it if you know every time you're taking thanos with two gems just take Thanos with two gems make it a thing and go yeah um they're changing the alter egos so now you can take multiple people with the same alter ego you just can't string them both at the same time so you can have hulkbuster and you can have iron man you just can't take them both at the same time because they're both tony stark yeah, you can't you can't put them both on the field for yeah, your you clarification. You not put them in the same roster. Yeah. You should not be able to bring them both in your bus. Correct. So. 
So yeah, because you could be like, oh, I'm gonna have Iron Man and Hulkbuster, and oh, you're not playing anything that's super big and powerful that I would need Hulkbuster. I'm gonna throw Iron Man out instead. And maybe you need him for some sort of combo. Oh yeah, or whatever type. I mean, thing. it makes those combo cards like you know, there's some combo cards that are not necessarily great, but are kind of fun occasionally. And being able to have those even if you don't need Hulkbuster is is good. Um, they're using ten tactic cards instead of eight for roster building. I think you'll still be stuck with the five you play, but you'll have eight for a little more variety, which is a great idea because it makes some of those character specific ones more enticing. You know, if you've got the Craven the Hunter one where if he kills an enemy Spider Man, he gets to become Spider Man. That's actually a card. <laughs> um, you can actually bring that more often because you're not wasting, you know, a slot. Because I was making stuff I'm like, I gotta have five cards I can play no matter what. And then that leaves me three slots for maybe four slots at most for character specific stuff if it's like a leader or something. This makes a lot more of those uh, available, and I think that's a great change. Uh, doubly so, it might make double factioning a little more common. Most people don't double faction anymore. But if you can have two more cards, maybe you take the X. Maybe I put in my A Force Avengers, maybe I take the uh, uh, whatever the you know Wasp flies. Uh, uh, She-Hulk forward and lets her punch something card. I forget what it's called. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like drop-off. It's just specific for A-Force because drop-off's banned. <clears throat> uh, um, go ahead. And there's one more change oh. that I recall here, and that is crisis selection will be random rather than you randomly pull, your opponent randomly pulls it out and then you choose one. It'll be entirely random. Yeah. And I think that's fine because... I'll be honest, there's a lot of times, and I've done this multiple times, where playing Marshall or playing uh, Bowie, I know they have a super expensive leader, so I just choose 14 points. I'm like, yeah. oh, I got my 14.1, I'm active player, boom, putting the 14 point down, choosing 14 points. Now, random means I can't necessarily do that. If you want that option, maybe you need to put multiple small point cards in there. So, uh, I, I like it. I think it'll make it a little more interesting. And, I mean, random's kind of weird because you can't always just go, I want to play the one I haven't played, but it is what it is, and I have no problem with that. <laughs> yeah, because there was, like, there was a... Uh, this right here is a... This is a big change to the game. They said there's more changes coming. Uh, they didn't say everything that was going to be changed and all mm -hmm. the characters are going to be changed, but, like, Captain America got a little bit of change... Yeah, his uh, uh, shield got one power, one 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 attack strength, and also you get to power when he when he uses the ability. Yeah, and I thought that was a great change. He needed it because he is very power starved, and it's hard for him to get in range for his two cost attack. Which so, he's he's uh, one of my things. I like to play him with my Asgard team because it's just they're just nice and fun to play around with. Um, I think that it's just. Whenever I played, I like to have Asgard's and Captain America's because Captain America is just nice and fun for shield guarding type thing and taking damage. Just more shenanigans with them. Um, yeah, they. I, I didn't. I don't think because they're not going to be at Gen Con. Uh, not many people are, uh, so they're not going to be having anything at Gen Con. Um, they did say that there's. We're still on delay because of shipping issues. Um, there is nothing in October, so we don't know when this stuff will be available. I'm glad that they're giving me more X-Men. Um, that's been my thing forever. I'm a huge X-Men fan, 
X Men, X Force. Yeah, I mean that's that's what I grew up with. When I was reading comics, I read X Men comics. I'm still waiting for my Nightcrawler. Um, I'm sure he's going to have tactical fuckery on that too with the Banff. Um, yeah, well, luckily he's got easy tactical fuckery. You can know yes. it is coming in, so you'd be like, it's probably going to be okay. Yeah, um, which I like. Psylocke yeah, is another good one. Um, uh, they did uh, say that uh, the affiliations are not uh, finalized yet, and they're not up to date because uh, we checked them out on my drive home, and they're not up to date yet on who can be in what, because uh, Rogue's not on there, which will probably be in, you know, X-Men and A-Force. Colossus is still not in X-Men, which is kind of weird to me. Well, He's only in so X-Force. remember, when they print the card, yeah. they put everyone in it yeah. who, who's available. If they know someone's coming, they might add them to it. Might, but it's not. Like, literally, when you get those tactic team cards, you can just fucking throw them out. They're worth it. Yeah. You 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 go to the so PDF. Bought the, you bought the leaders. You know who's in it at that exact moment they came out. Correct. You know if you buy the leader now, like you buy Captain America now, if he was in a separate pack, you like Avengers. Fuck, there's way more than that in Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Avengers is huge. <laughs> <clears throat> exactly. Well, Avengers and Cabal are sort of their two meta factions. That, that you know they have lots of people in them, which is appropriate. Yeah. Um, I am looking forward to painting some of these. Uh, mm-hmm. I will definitely be picking up, you know, the X more X X people. Uh, Juggernaut, I probably won't pick up. Uh, maybe if just for shiggles. Oh, I'll totally bring it to Juggernaut. Yeah, but I mean, of what I'm definitely 100% gonna get is the X Men because I decided that I'm gonna stick uh, to Asgard's are done. I don't think they're gonna bring out any more Asgard's. And Asgardians. Yeah. Asgardians. As Guardians and uh, X Men, more X Men come out. I'll buy more X Men. That's kind of where I'm sticking with, unless something like really really cool comes and happens. Yeah, um, I'm sort of just painting through choices. Like I'm playing uh, <clears throat> Avengers and A Force because I have She Hulk, so she's leader of A Force. So put some female Avengers in, and you got crossover. Uh, when I'm done with uh, Cable and Deadpool, then I'll switch to Avengers X Force, get the rest of X Force painted up, and then. Uh, Maybe uh, switch over to X Force X Men as I get some of them painted. Depending on what happens, I'm currently not playing what I was going to play because uh, Badeon chose to play Cabal rather than <laughs> any of the other factions he's bought. Uh, I do like that in this set of box, it is Rogue and Gambit, and you know Magic and Colossus, and not like Colossus and a bad guy or Gambit and a bad person. I yeah, think that's... I think they need to do that. They do this more often. Like, it's okay when it's like Black Panther and Killmonger. Correct. Because they're both Wakanda. Yes. But like Jean Grey and whatever her name is, uh, to me, Cassandra. Yeah. I I I didn't under I don't I never understood the good guy bad guy thing in the box sets, but um, I'm glad they're kind of sticking more of like Storm and Colossus. Or Storm and Cyclops, uh, yeah, great. Once in a while they do it. I think it's just because they have two models ready. And like, uh, we need to get them out. How do, what do we do? Fuck it, good guy, bad guy. <laughs> like, Mystique and Beast, they're like, we don't have anyone to go with either of these. Fuck it, put them together. Let's get them out. Yeah. Um, it's okay, actually, with Mystique and Beast, because Mystique actually plays for a lot of factions. Yeah, she plays for X-Force. I uh, know Mystique plays for Cabal, Criminal Syndicate, I think, and uh, Brotherhood. So I mean, 
that's that's a multi-faction one, so it's okay. And Beast is the same way because he's Avengers and X-Men at the very least. Yeah, I, I'm 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 I was just really happy with because I like I don't care for Mystique, but I want Beast because of X-Men. So I I, I get it because I want it, and then I'm like. I want, uh, you know, I want this. Like, I want Jean Grey, but I didn't care for the other model. Um, so I'm like, eh, whatever. I don't now know what I'll do with it. Locally, you play with, like, split with them. Yeah, yeah, and that's what that's like, what I, I was I, telling I have people. Taskmaster, but I don't have. Uh, who comes with Taskmaster? Uh, Dare, uh, Punisher, because I don't really care about Punisher. Might yeah. him eventually. I have uh, Bullseye, but I don't have Daredevil because I don't really care about Daredevil. Like, yeah. I don't dislike Daredevil, but my buddy was like, I don't want these guys. I'm like, I I'll give you a couple bucks for them. Yeah. And I see that happening a lot between people going, uh, I want magic, but I don't care for Colossus. I'm like, I'll buy your Colossus. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Colossus is awesome. Yeah. No, I'm just, I'm just as an example uh, type thing. Uh, I'm really hopefully they do more X-Men and keep bringing more and more and more. Because uh, there's so much you can do with that, you know, with X Force and so on and so forth. So, yeah, and so the main point of the discussion is, so this is all the changes they did in Marvel Crisis Protocol. They also did a bunch of changes in Star Wars Legion, and that oh. is good because it means they're looking at. I don't have a list of them. I didn't. I didn't know that. All I saw was the MCP oh, yeah, stuff. A bunch. I mean, good lord, they have a mercenary, fa mercenary, mo mercenary units, and a whole other faction coming out. Oh, that's good. Yeah, they have Scum Ability coming out. They have a, they showed teasers of the sort of Mandalorian era Boba Fett coming out. Oh, Kathy Stretch, and uh, that model looks awesome. They have hinted he might be a rebel or maybe a mercenary because he's going to be awesome. Uh, so that'll be super cool. The Mercs are getting their own starter. Yeah, so it's good to see they're doing more stuff, um, but. Them looking at these models and actually doing changes in games is good. It means they're looking at it and they're looking to balance stuff. People can be like, well, I want what I want, what, what I got. Like, they have to do what's best for balance. A game that stagnates and doesn't get errata is a bad game because it gives them no chance to try weird things out. Because if they try really weird out and it doesn't work out, they're fucked. By having the ability to... That's a great view, Kathy. <laughs> uh, by, by, by being willing to change stuff means they can do crazy stuff and go oh it just didn't fucking work like okay it didn't work let's 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 errata it and go you know but let's them try you know people people uh shit on privateer press for you know immediately having to errata something when they release mark three and yes that's not a good look but the point is, they were trying something new with a model with their feet, and it worked out way better than they'd ever thought, so they had to ride up. But I'd rather than have the ability to try something new. And the thing is, is when um, the one thing about Privateer Press is they can errata, and then they update the app, and you've got it automatically. I don't know any way that uses cards anymore uh, with the game. Everybody uses the app. Um, but, I mean, it's a lot easier to do that than it would be MCP, because um, you would need to have the cards, but you give us digital versions of the cards, people are much happier. Remember, they can't. They probably... Like, no, I'm talking about... Very likely they can't. Printable versions of it. Uh, they did say they were going to have printable versions. Of the changes, yes. Yes, they yes. Might do that. And yeah. I like the way they're doing it. They're not doing lots of changes. They're not uh, jumping to conclusions, so to speak. They're just waiting, getting data, thinking it through. 
Um, so we'll see what it is, but it's good. If your game is not giving you updates like this, that may be a problem. Nothing is balanced forever because new stuff comes out. That is why you get GW game rules you know, <laughs> And, you know, our, like, so they, they put out, uh, GW put out AdMech and something else that were super powerful. And uh, they've throttled them back a little bit. That's fine. It means they're looking at it. They want it to be a balanced game. In the old days, you would be like, suck it. Wait for the new codex. Yeah. There is that. I mean, because uh, Kathy has always told us that, you know, she's always had an issue with one of her games getting, and I put quotes, rebalanced to to be a better game. And it turned out to be a worse game. And uh, what, what game was that again, Kathy? Wild West Exodus. Oh, yeah. It, it, it wasn't rebalanced. Uh Somebody else bought the game uh-huh. from the original developers, and they basically t- took the miniatures and retooled a whole different game. So it wasn't even really the same game. You know, the characters were called the same things, the the groups were called the same things, but the rules were completely different, like a hundred percent different. And then they started phasing out all the things that had to do with, you know, actual history because it was it was like the weird West, you know, it's mm-hmm. the Wild West and and you know just after the Civil War and stuff and so they had history of that sort of thing in it and and they they phased all that stuff out because I I guess they just wanted to make it more fantasy and less uh, Wild West America. Was it the uh, Wild Wild West? Wiki 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 Wild Wild West. <laughs> wiki Wiki Wild. That, that actually has made its way onto somehow one of my YouTube playlists, so I hear it every once in a while. And I'm like, <laughs> Jim remember West. that time Kathy did that? That's uh, the first thing I think of every time, Kathy. <laughs> oh yeah, every single time I hear it, I'm like, I, I picture Kathy doing it. Which I'm surprised we didn't get busted for that because we streamed it live, our rap and everything. It was too long ago. Plus, yeah. <laughs> I, I did it acapella. It's, you know, there yeah. was no acapella music indeed. or anything. So, so I thought that was and, great. And it definitely didn't sound like the original, I'm pretty certain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, change has to happen to your game. And I don't know all the changes that happened to MCP, but like the card change is a good thing. I don't care what people think aesthetically that it looks like that it looks like crap. I want to play it more because I can read the cards better. Well, the updating of you're both the dude. That's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> um, updating characters to go to the current curve of models. Good. You want you want to see models being played. Yeah, we had the discussion uh, a couple weeks ago, a month ago now, where we're talking about four-cost characters and how we feel Captain America is probably worth four points, but barely. And then someone like Captain Marvel is like 4.5. Some of those might be 4.75. You add little things and little things that help the problems he had. And suddenly he's good. (laughs) So, I mean, it, it's, it's got to change. The game has to change for the better. Now, if it goes like with Kathy's, it's a whole different issue. That went from yeah. changing to busted. That is literally, yeah, that, that's a terrible idea. You don't, 
I mean, it's happened before. You buy a game, you want to put your spin on it, but they went way too far in that. And obviously, to quote uh, Benia, you mean Romeo put his all something and it went sideways? What? Romeo is not exactly a rockstar person. He had nothing to do with that. I mean, he, I know. They, he was the owner of the original game, and it was a good game. And then he sold it to War Cradle, yes. I believe they were. That's... And... That was that. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, look, sometimes you have that. Sometimes you have changes. Let's say another example, and not that it's really a viable example, but it's a real example, is uh, Ninja Division and Relic Knights. Like, I like the original Relic Knight rules. They had some issues, but they have changed drastically in their theoretical second edition. I say theoretical. It actually exists. There are rules for it. Because they've not actually shipped me a fucking thing. I'm not sure it really exists. And they actually have some things available. Look at a hole in my shirt. Oh crap, that's a big hole. <laughs> Shouldn't wear this one out. Anyways, uh, I'm going to store. Anyways, uh, you know they have an edition uh, change. You change a bunch of stuff. Is it good or bad? I don't know. But they literally listened to feedback and people said we're going to change some of this stuff because some of these things weren't working well. And we saw some issues even in a couple games we got to play. So it's good when a company listens to that, but you don't want to completely blow up the rules if you don't have to. Yeah. I mean, Kathy sings in the rewards option. <laughs> Might have to. K- Kathy raps. Oh, God. Oh, I think we need to get... You know, Kathy never rapped before they basically dared me to sing that <laughs> on air. I mean, I think there's a bunch of movie-related uh, songs you could do. I mean, there's there's three Men in Black songs, two by Will Smith, one by Pitbull. Yep. I actually don't hate the Pitbull one. Is that crazy? Actually, <laughs> no, I, I, mean, I don't hate Pitbull, and I think that's crazy. legit rap out there. <laughs> I, I'm not sure I'd call Pitbull legit rap, but he amuses me. Except for that one that's uh, him and, and Blake Shelton. When, that one is fucking When I looked at there. the lyrics for Wild Wild West, I was amazed at how well they fit together. Oh, yeah. And then summed up the whole movie. Yeah. MC Chris. Oh, we can choose MC Chris. Fet's vet. <laughs> oh, my. Live crew, huh? Uh, no. That that's going a little overboard there, Moe's. Uh, uh, some NWA? <laughs> no. <laughs> Mitch put a put a thing up there. Force Kathy to rap. Uh, we'll we'll pre-pick the song for Kathy. Force Kathy to rap. Force Kathy to rap. Well, put it on there. To, uh, Kathy will rap X song if you make this goal. How about that? Hey, before we go, uh, before we get into our next section, the media section, John and I wanted to talk about what we plan on doing uh, on the stream uh, for our times uh, during the week. Um, John, what what are your what days and times are you going to be doing stuff? Well, Sunday and Monday are the same, with Sunday being 9 a.m. to noon, because I'm a glutton for punishment, and Monday being 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., because I'm also a glutton for punishment. <laughs> And then third a week, I'm only going to guarantee Thursdays, uh, and it's going to be 8 to 9.30 like I did before. I might stream some other days, but those are the the guaranteed days, just because 
with uh, no nickname Frank coming back into town and not brush that day with us. We, we might be getting together doing some gaming in person. Uh, might be going to dinner and stuff. Um, so Fridays are not a guarantee. And even if they do, they'll be at weird times. And then uh, Tuesdays, claimed by somebody else, and Wednesdays, eventually I have, and every other week, other podcasts, so I don't want any competition. So there you go. Yeah, I... And, I am going to be doing a Tuesday stream uh, with my RPG crew whenever they can. Um, but I'm also looking, uh, and it'll be uh, the Gangs of uh, Waterdeep uh, campaign that I've been playing, I've been running. Um, but the one thing that I've been thinking about doing and trying to figure out a good time, and it won't be like every week, but I thought I could probably do a play-along, uh, you help me control, uh, Gloomhaven since it technically can be played as a single player. Um, and I could stream me playing Gloomhaven with taking, uh, you know, requests from the channel. The chat makes all the decisions. Yeah, type yeah. thing. Um, that could be fun. Yeah. I've, I've, I've watched streams where, uh, and been involved with streams where the chat is is basically the game master. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, when people aren't there or something that I need to do, I can, you know, just do it. But um, isn't Gloom a, a comp game? A comp game? Uh, what do you mean by? It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a co-op game. Yeah. It is a co-op. It's sort of like D&D Lite, kind of, if you want to go with it. Yeah. Um, type thing. But I mean... Oh no, it's not. It's a board game. No, it's a it's a board. A huge board game too. At that, I mean, I have to read it's up all the rules and get everything ready. Yeah. But I mean, it's something I can set up, strap a camera to the top of the board game, and you know, go around with it. So that'd be something I, I just got to figure out how I want to do it and how to get it done. I so that's a fun idea. I think that's something I was I was looking into. I just need to figure out how I can do it because I could do like like an every other Friday or you know whatever day type thing to make you sure. You know, I like the idea of that. Let me know when you get that started because uh, we might start doing some faction play, which is a specific type of uh, MechWarrior Online, and having that set for every other week, every other Friday would make it easier on everything. So yeah, we can talk about that some more. Um, I do want to let people know that this Thursday and until we get our comp games gun, I might not stream if we are doing comp. I technically am allowed to, but there's no guarantee I would be in the game. So you'd be watching a stream of me watching someone stream and the quality would not necessarily be good. So that's why I wouldn't do that. But I don't. we're not, we're not expecting to do any Thursdays, but I would put that out there as a potential. And Bayonetta is right. Rule number one, don't challenge Twitch <laughs> chat. There's a reason Phil from No Guts, No Galaxy has pink hair. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, I, mean, I, something, I thought that would be a pretty cool thing to do. Because Gloomhaven, it's like a D&D light. Um, and people could participate and say, yeah, use this or do this or go down this corridor or whatever. And, you know, do whatever it needs to be and choose. And we can keep documentations and stuff. So, yeah, and I, I may even stream some other games on off nights. Like if I'm just sitting around on a Wednesday night playing Star Realms, I might stream that just so you guys can watch me rage at the computer and it's RNG that is like godlike sometimes. Yay, rage against the computer. There. Yeah. 
So I, I think it's media time, Gonzo. Hold on a second. I feel like there should be a cartoon of John shaking his fist, like, get off my lawn, but at the computer monitor. That would be kind of cool. For that. Get a little cutie joke. Oh, so she's sitting there, everyone. I, I have moved some of my painting stuff out of the way, so I have a nicer display of, of, of action figures. We got some. Oh, you can't see them on stream. We got like Snake Eyes and some Mandalorians, and we got you know Gypsy Danger. We got uh, a Shadowhawk. We got Maximilian here. I actually haven't opened uh, Old Bob or Vincent yet. Oh I like yeah. To save toys for when I'm like feeling like I really want to buy something. So instead, <laughs> I open a toy that I've already purchased, and thus I feel better. We got Mini Jazz and all the Transformers over here, and all of them, but a bunch of them. My baseball from Smarter Every Day. And Minsk and Boo over here just off screen, apparently. Now, barely in screen. Did I order Galactus? No, I, I, Jesus Christ, no. Galactus is slightly, I mean, he's cool. Don't get me wrong. Super cool. But uh, he's a little, a little expensive. Just, just a poke. Uh, just, just a poke. Uh, Oh, the, the Gloomhaven digital version is early access only. Ah, that's the reason why we haven't heard it. It's just not—it's not out yet. So I'm trying to find the price. What it was? Find it. It's not—it's not fully. It's only early access. Uh, they funded Galactus, um, so I will point this out that Galactus was more expensive than the repairs on my car. And I also got an oil change at the same time because they were there and it was literally the exact day I needed to get changed. So, yeah. Galactus, I didn't buy Unicron. I thought about it, but I don't have... Well, we do have an extra store for Unicron, but that kind of defeats the purpose, doesn't it? Since I have enough little guys, I don't transform enough if you listen to Mo. <laughs> like, I get them like, I don't remember how this guy transforms. Where's my instructions? Like the Jets. Ow. I still have probably a good... I'm going to say almost a dozen over on the table. And then I got a couple more downstairs. So I can change this up if necessary. But I wanted to get, you know, Mando and Fett and uh, Sabine and Snake Eyes over here where it can be seen, more or less. Snake Eyes is hiding behind the popcorn because he's a ninja. And that's what he does. And all due respect to Fett and everyone, I think Snake Eyes is the baddest ass of that little particular group. Ooh, I want popcorn now. Uh, I have ice cream. I'm, getting, I'm not sure which one I want. I'm getting ice cream after we get done. I, I either have ice cream or golden grams, one of the two. Mose, I see, I see, I'm on here on Steam and looking at the Gloomhaven. It is early access and it was released in 2019. So, it's been updated. Yeah, hopefully they'll update it if it's a full game because you can actually play it with five people, you know, together playing it as a co op, online co op, or single player. But I think it would be kind of cool just to do the miniature one, too. Or just do the board game version. Well, I'll keep an eye on it. I'll look at it. Maybe download it. It's not too expensive. Because everybody would have to buy it if I was going to play with people. Because that could be the thing, too. Keep people to play with. Yeah, absolutely. So, we're just, something to look into. Um, other than that, uh, let's go to the media section. I have 45,000 things to talk about. Well, then I have two. Four. I have uh, 
One, two, one, three, four. Oh. Four, really. There's a couple oh. of other ones I could mention, but four mainly. God damn. Yeah. My eyeballs were busy. Let, let's let <laughs> Kathy start, Gonzo. Yeah, because that's like a thing. Yeah. I have, I have one word. Taser face. <laughs> Taser face. Oh. <laughs> that whole thing cracked me up. So I watched the second Guardians of the Galaxy. And uh, of course I loved it. I saw it in the theater when it came out and I hadn't seen it since then. And then I watched the first one last week. So... And Misco blood is here. And, I will hydrate. And now I'm, we must hydrate. Thank you, Misco. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Oh my god, I loved it. I yeah. loved that so much. And of course, I bawled at the ending because. Oh yeah, that yeah. ending hit you right in the feels. Oh, oh yeah, shit. That that is the only one that hits as hard is Endgame, I think. Yeah. That didn't even hit me as hard. Yeah, maybe not as hard. They really constructed all the, all the feels. Yeah, they did. A, they did a great. It, now I say this: I like the first one. I think it's a little overrated, but I enjoy it. The second one is fucking great. I have to say, having watched the first one last week and this one this week, I like them both the same, which is a lot. Uh, and I didn't feel like this one was necessarily better, even though it made me cry my eyes out at the end. I, I think it's better. I think it's more developed uh, backstory and plot for the people who were involved. Like, Drax is sort of, you know, just there now in, in comic relief, which I understand. There's not much for his character to do. He had the majority of his uh, character development already done. But Rocket had a good development. Uh, you know, Star Wars had a good development. Nebula and uh, Gamora had great development. It, it's a really good movie. Yeah. Can I just say, now that Captain Mizzy has said I watched 133 Pirates of the Caribbean today, if you took the Ravagers that that were left on that ship after they took over from Yondu and put them on the Black Pearl, <laughs> it would be almost indistinguishable. I mean, Except I think Barbosa is a better I think Barbosa is a better captain than Taylor Face. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. He's also got a better name. Well, yeah. What? So, but yeah, they're they're just such pirates. Yeah, I I love that movie. It is super good, and like you said, all the feels. Uh, so yeah, get zero it. zero space herpes. There are no space herpes <laughs> on Guardians. that ship, on any of those ships. They're 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 vaccinated against space herpes. Everybody got there. It's metaphorical. <laughs> it's metaphorical. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Gonzo, what you want to start with? Um, I watched. Uh, I was just trying to find something to watch, and <clears throat> on Netflix, uh, School of Rock is on there, and I was like, you know, I haven't seen that in forever. So I plopped it in. Uh, of course, this is uh, the one, uh, Jack Black, which I oh, love yeah. him as a person. He's an amazing individual. Mm -hmm. And watching him in this show, you're just like, it's so Jack Black. Uh, it, it's like, th they didn't hire him to act. They just hired him to be Jack Black. 
Which is it. funny because he's developed <laughs> into a darn fine actor. Yes. <laughs> it's just I'm watching this and I'm like, Jack Black didn't have to act in this. He was just being himself the whole time. <laughs> I mean, he's being the persona of Jack Black, but you know that that's acting Jack Black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Layers like Lenyon. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was watching it and, you know, it was... It, it, it does show its little thing and, and it does... It's not as great as I remember it, but it was still good and fun to watch. Um, it, Jack Black is so entertaining. The kids were really cool. Uh, I kind of looked up some of the careers of all the kids, you know, they've done. And only, like, one of them has done anything past, like, a couple of sh- movies or shows. <laughs> Marshall, he's not the real Jack Black. He's this just a, a tribute. tribute. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that was, all the kids uh, really didn't do anything past that movie besides one. Uh, or one or two. And, of course, one was, uh, one was killed in a car accident. Um, but, I mean... It was it was fun to watch it and see Jack Black again. Uh, I miss watching him in movies and TV shows because he's he's just a good entertainer. Yeah. Uh, his his body language, his attitude, his facial expressions, um, type thing is just Look, great. He got me when he did uh, Jumanji: Welcome to the Jungle, and I'm like, "Fucking <laughs> hey, Jack Black! What the hell?" Yeah, he is he is such a fun entertainer. I give this like. A half to a one, but I mean, it's just it's just a it's just a good show to watch. It makes it easy. Uh, you know what you're getting into when you do it. Uh, you're not looking for anything but just Jack being silly, goofy, great expressions, and making good music type thing. And and the songs that they they made in the show in the movie were actually really good songs too. They weren't you know cop out songs. I'm actually a fan of musicals. I actually like them a lot. Yeah. Or songs that use music to good effect, which is why I like the two Guardians movies so well. Yeah. So, I mean, it was was quite solid. I enjoyed it a lot. John? Well, uh, I watched a movie uh, that unfortunately has something in common with yours and that one of the actors has since died in a car accident. Oh. And I watched Fast Five. Oh, the movie podcast I listened to was doing One Furious Summer, and I just gotten to the point where they're redoing Fast Five because they talked about it before and figured I'd watch it because, I mean, I can watch the earlier ones again, but I don't need to. This is the place to start because this <laughs> is this is the next one. This is six or where they where it hits its peak. This is it's only downhill from here. Yeah. And what a peak to reach because this movie is fucking a hoot. It is both like car movie action movie and also throws in like a classic oceans 11 style heist movie it has it it takes the time to do what it needs it's not rushed by anything because all these characters have been introduced already it's so freeing to have them just go like we don't need to tell you who these people are we we'll give you a brief update but if you watch this series at this point you know who all these people are because they've all shown up before and it it's, lets it start off. I mean, it is the longest point of any movie like this I've seen to the point where they get the crew together. And then they do a great job of letting just what everyone have their time to shine, good interpersonal relationships between the characters. Like, all those actors are firing on all cylinders, unintended. Uh, and their camaraderie and the fun they're having making it is real. 
and adding the rock to be like the badass chase them was inspired casting and i fucking love this movie i'm not gonna lie this movie is not perfect but close enough that i'm gonna forgive <laughs> any little problems like like if you guys are unsure about the fast and furious series watch this movie there's a point early in the first act where physics goes i was gonna say out the window but <laughs> off the cliff and at that point you're either in or you're out if you're like oh fuck this movie then you need to go on and watch something else because at that point that's where physics and this movie go their separate way they put just enough realism at points you're like oh cool if, you, if you're not bothered by it you're like oh cool and then the rest of it is dragging a fucking safe through the streets of Rio and just crushing things. And you're like, that's not how physics work, but I don't care because it's a fucking hoot. <laughs> um, yeah, that's not what I say. I love this movie. Paul Walker's great in it. Um, the relationship between him and, and Vin Diesel is great. The Rock's great in it. Even uh, Tyrese Gibson is great in this one because he's 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 not super annoying. It gets more annoying as they go on, but it's just a fun movie. I suggest watching it. Um, zero. It is zero space rupees. Fucking A. This movie is just a great time. <laughs> uh, Kathy, back to you. All right. Uh, see, I'm glad I wrote a list down. Because <laughs> otherwise it'd be like, uh, uh, and then I wouldn't be able to think of it. So I watched all the four episodes of What If. Oh. So. So in in order, what did you think of them? The first one, Captain Carter. I really liked the Captain Carter one. Mm -hmm. I did too. It was it was a lot of fun. Uh, Although I think I would have enjoyed it more if I had seen the Captain America movies. I have not seen every move every movie in the Marvel Universe yet. And I missed the Captain America ones and I missed the Thor ones, except for the one with Thor and the Incredible Hulk. Ragnarok. Yeah. Uh, That was funny. Um, But anyways, I really enjoyed this. I liked the the whole Red Skull thing. Uh, I don't know. It It was a lot of fun. It was... Yeah, I guess, the, like, I mean, I don't want to, like, spoil things, but yeah. I really liked it. The the, the second one where uh, uh, Black Panther basically is Star-Lord instead. That was fun, especially after yes. just watching uh, the first Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> yes. So that was very fresh in my mind, and, and I enjoyed that one, too. Awesome. Uh, the, oh, there's five episodes, aren't there? Are there? There were only four when I watched it. You must have watched it prior to Wednesday, then. No, I watched it yesterday. No, two days ago. Because there is... uh, Maybe I did watch five episodes. The third one? See, now we're getting into spoiler territory. The third one, which is... uh, Goes in before the Avengers are assembled. Yeah, it's... The the Avengers don't get uh, to assemble, so did you watch that one? You're being too vague. With Loki in it. A little something else. I mean, Loki should give it away. 
Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> it was okay. Yeah, I, I, I thought I thought it was decent. I didn't think it was great, but I thought it was decent. Yeah. Uh, the Doctor Strange one, number four. That was. It was really desolate. It was. That's uh, that's kind of classic. What if a lot of times they go kind of dark? Uh, I enjoyed it more than the one before, um, because it's a good proper what if if this had yeah, happened. Yeah, it, it really is. But yeah, it was. Yeah, absolutely. I like I like the the way they did the characters in it, and I like the, you know, obviously the the artwork and everything, and yeah, and, but just the. Uh, and then the fifth one, uh, which is zombies. Mm. Oh, I, I'm gonna say it. I fucking didn't like that episode. I'm not a big zombie fan. I don't yeah. like the zombie genre, and so I'm okay in zombie genre, but not. I also didn't with like what happened with how they ended up. Again, this one was also desolate, but in a very different feeling way. Yeah, my problem with zombie stuff is that people have to be remarkable idiots a lot for it to actually work. And there is too much, uh, too much just, you know, random convenience happening. You're like, really? Yeah. Shows up there? Come on, for fuck's I, sake. I could say more things about that particular one, but then I would be spoiling. Yeah, we're not going to yeah. spoil it. I did not like it. It is the worst. I'm going to give that episode for space herpes. Oh, man. That... Apparently caused zombieism. <laughs> See, I... I don't, like, I don't like zombie stuff. I didn't like zombie stuff before it became played out. And it requires people who aren't stupid to do stupid things a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched it, and it was okay. It, 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 gives, me, it, gives, me, it gives the meh rating like 2.5. Um, but, I mean, it, it, it just kind of played out type thing, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Peter Parker, you know, is in it in Spider-Man. He was the heart and soul of the show, and that's that was the only yeah. redeeming quality of it, in my opinion. The best part was fucking the shower. Fuck you in the shower, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing is, is, I like a lot of the humor, but at points it felt forced to keep you from from being soul-crushingly despair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was a little more upbeat than that. And, yeah, just not a fan. Yeah. Don't do it. I hope they don't do any more. I don't mind necessarily as bleak if it's like, the Doctor Strange one was bleak, but it was worth it because it told a good what-if story. This was just like, fucking stop already. Uh, Marsh says, I think this week's is going to be what if Killmonger was a good guy? Uh, that's an interesting one. I'm down. Yeah. And like, it's not like an episode like this is going to stop me from watching the series. It's just, it's a lot of things I don't like together. Yeah. And I'm only watching for completeness. I knew I wasn't going to like it going into it. So and I was just watching for convenience. I think but, there will yeah. be more episodes that we like, and there will be more episodes that we don't like. Mm-hmm. But it's, I like that it's just one off. Kinda. I mean, it's possible they may weave some of this into whatever other thing they're planning. Supposedly, for the last epic one series. Supposedly, like the last one is supposed to like kind of bring them all together into like whatever they can. Well, rumored. And I am, I am waiting for this to tie in with awesome. Loki Check. and the time things. Yeah, yeah. Also, it might. can I just mention? 
it since I watched Guardians 2, the cameo with Stan Lee and the Watchers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Hey, Ryu. Hi, Ryu. We're doing well. Awesome, awesome. Um, yeah, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, I, I like also that this opens the idea for stuff like uh, The Exiles, which is a comic series I really liked, where they could do weird stuff and people won't be crazy. Because it's The Exiles is sort of like a what if where they have to fix the what if. You know, it's like, oh, what if this happens? Like, well, we got to stop this bullshit so that the timeline can get back on track. I, I like the idea of that because that's a cool way of getting characters who aren't who weren't big deals, but what were loved, into a series together, let them do things, and also let you get a rotating thing. Um, it'd be better animated, but they could do it live action too. We'll, we'd have to see what they might do. It, it opens up a lot of possibilities. And uh, I'm liking the one series overall. One episode, like I said, is not going to kill it. All. No, yeah. It's it's still solid, good good entertainment. Yeah. Well, uh, Gonzo, you get to go again, or, or Kathy go again, because uh, I got nothing, because that was the other thing I watched. Go, Gonzo. Um, so... I've been trying to get this. I've been trying to get myself uh, into the thought of buying this Blu-ray, and I just finally did it. Uh, I've done it again. And it's my favorite John Ritter movie of all time. Uh, I talked about that. Uh, and oh, Hold on. Let me, let, me, let me get this ready. I got a, I got a message. Uh, Bowie. Oh. Oh, yeah, because he had uh, bets on what, what movie it was you were talking about. Right, hit me. The Flight of Dragons. That one is one of my favorite John Ritter movies of all time because I it came out in 1982. It's done. Uh, the art is done by Rackin and Bass of all the old Lord of the Rings cartoons. So That's it's got why the he same. Didn't find it because it's animated. He was looking as actor, Rankin not as voice Bass actor. Also yeah. did all the Rudolph. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rackin and Bass did a lot. They were a yeah. big deal back in the day. But I mean, this show. Like I said, I saw it back in '82 when it came out. Uh, didn't know James Earl Jones is in this. He plays uh, the evil wizard, and uh, so I was like, "Oh, I didn't even know that was him." And of course, I wouldn't have thought about it back in '82, but when I saw it now, so I watched it today. Um, the story is the world is losing magic, and it's Earth, and uh, technology is catching up, and so these four wizards are. One wizard devises a plan that. We just hide this little section of the world is not, is going to be just a magic area from here on out. Um, but then the evil wizards, like which is played by James Earl Jones, is like, no, I'm just going to make humans do bad things, make them build technology to destroy themselves, and they talk about bombs and all this other stuff. Kind of had a flashback to Wizards, um, the cartoon when that was going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was uh, watching it, and so they. Uh, they go through the antiquity tells them that you have to find the 777th great grandson of so-and-so uh, in the future to come back and save the past. And it is John Ritter's character. John Ritter's character is, was at one point a scientist and doing chemical engineering and all this other stuff. Uh, but he quit that job and is designing a board game uh, based on wizards. Uh, called the Flight of Dragons, and so that's where he like all the characters that are on the board game are the actual characters that are in the story, so on and so forth. And so he has to come back, and he gets transported to the back in time to try to save the world from this evil wizard. Um, 
I really, really like the show. I mean, there's got a lot of nostalgia for me because I, you know, I grew up with it and it's, you don't see it very often. Uh, it, it goes in the same fields of like, uh, the last unicorn. If you remember that one, um, it's just a good solid, I mean, it's, of course it's an eighties cartoon. So, you know, it's got, you know, big plot holes and everything like to fight, uh, the wizard. He has to, um, quote scientific facts to shut down magic and stuff. And so it's just all this sort of weird stuff that goes on. Uh, but it's just a good, it's just a good fun cartoon. Uh, you can get it on Amazon Prime, but I just wanted to own the Blu-ray so I could have it for, you know, all eternity type thing. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, look, as someone who has steel books of Buckaroo Bonsai, Battle <laughs> Beyond the Stars, and Transformers the movie, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is just, this, this is, you know, some of my childhood type thing. Um, growing up, because Raskin and Bass, I mean, their art style is so recognizable. I mean, you look at the Lord of the Rings stuff they did, and then you look at this, and you look at everything, and you're like, oh yeah, that's who they did it. Um, and so, that was one of the things. I, I give it zero space RPs, just because it's me. If you haven't seen it, uh, you can get it on Amazon Prime. Uh, I think rent it for like a few bucks or whatever, or even buy it for a few bucks for as old as it is, but it goes on my shelf of this is part of my childhood yep. type thing. So, Kathy, what you got? I have uh, Ghost World, which Ooh. is, let's see, what 2001 is when this came out. Scarlett Johansson, Thora Birch, Steve Buscemi. Apparently, it was a comic book. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I had no idea what to expect. My friend was like, I just watched this and I think you would like it. So I watched it today. It was free on Amazon. And uh, with a name like Ghost World and starring those people, it could have been anything. It could have been anything. It was very much sort of an art film uh, to me. It had amazing music in it. And the main character was this, I, I felt for her because I have felt that way. And I know that a lot of people I know have felt that way. She just had graduated from high school and had just no idea what to do with her life after that. Now your normal routine is no longer there. Uh, you, you never planned to go to college. You, you're, you just you don't know what to do with yourself. You try these different things. You keep failing at things, you know. And uh, and it ended really interestingly. And it's in, it's it's twenty years old now, and I could spoil it, but I won't. I mean, yeah, the the, the statute of limitations of spoiling is passed at twenty years. It's all but I, a handful I, of movies. I won't though, because I had never even heard of this film. And I imagine there's plenty of other people who didn't either. It didn't last long in theaters. No, there's a lot of those. And I think, honestly, video on demand type stuff is going to be really most helpful for that, is that you get to see a lot of stuff you never would have seen for good or for bad. And let me tell you, 20 years ago, Scarlett Johansson and Thora Birch were so young. Oh, my <laughs> God. 
So it, so is Steve Buscemi. Oh yeah. 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 Also, ghost what do you world give it this, uh, rating? and there's cookie hey so ghost ghost world is the film that i watched today and that was and i liked it i liked it it was just it was there's a lot of different weird things going on in it she develops this uh friendship with this with the steve buscami and she's like you know, I don't know, 18, and he's nah. got to be like 40. And, uh, but they're friends. It, the way they meet was really bizarre. And the way they end is is interesting. It's heartwarming. <laughs> cool. But that's, that's not the end of the movie. The end of the movie is after that. And, and, and that's interesting, too. But I, uh, I would give it a space herpy because there's it's, it's it's weird it's it's weird there's a lot going on and you have to really think about it. I had to think about it afterward. This is one of those movies that makes you think. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So yeah, definitely. Uh, it's free on Amazon Prime, so check it out. You might like it, you might not like it. The music is fantastic in it, but that's because I like blues and jazz. And Steve Buscemi's character is super, a super geek of uh, blues and jazz. Well, fair enough. Uh, well, it's uh, time, Gonzo, so we're going to save your guys' other ones for next week. Yeah, well, the, the other one's going to be it's kind of a sad one, too, so... Um, guys, we appreciate you all coming out and listening. That is our show for the day. Um, next week, Kathy will not be here. She will be at Gen Con. So when she gets back from Gen Con, she can give us a good rundown and give us a good review of it and all the cool stuff she got to see and do. Uh, next week, I do have a friend of mine, Nick Huseman. Nick Huseman is one of the developers on the Heavy Gear miniature game. Uh, he's going to come in and talk about Heavy Gear uh, talk about some miniatures. Also talk about the new role-playing game that's going to be coming out for it. Um, so we'll have a Heavy Gear episode with special guests with Nick. Um, Kathy, please be safe at Gen Con. Uh, we want to see you back here so we can definitely yeah. talk about all I the cool stuff. Be. Don't do anything I wouldn't do and don't do half the things I would. Yeah, don't do anything I, I will, would do. I'm debating <laughs> if I will even hug anyone when I'm there. <laughs> yeah. You just do air hugs. Yeah, I, I don't know. And <laughs> I may not be on the episode after. We'll see, because that's my birth, May and El Marshall's birthday weekend, and we're not sure what day we're celebrating. Yeah. I Which... will wave at you, Mo. <laughs> so, other than that, uh, we will be sending you off. I think we're going to send you off to Vleet. Send you off to V, and uh, let you watch her tabletop RPG. So, guys, please take care of yourself. Please get the vaccine. Please wear a mask. Please be safe. We want to see you at HugCon 2022. And we just love you guys. For more than dice, I'm Gonzo. I'm John. I'm Kathy. Good night. I will hug you. Nothing will stop me. (laughs) Raiden coming. Look at all those credits going through. And all those awesome people that subscribed and resubbed. Yay!
Thank you. I mean, hey, if we get to 50 uh, subs, I'll, I'll tie my hat. Thanks again, care. El Marshall, for uh, gift subs. Yep. Did you hear that? If we get to 50 subs, John will dye his hair. Oh, wait, what? Oh, yeah. 